0: Hey guys, welcome back to Artistic Liberties. I'm here with Miss Noelle Fitchett. Hey, Noelle. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. I'm so happy to have you. So, I know Noelle from Prager Force, but uh, she's here and I'm really happy to have her. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is Noelle.
1: I am born and raised in Los Angeles, California recently moved to orange county um land the free a little bit um i do <laughs> political content so and right now i'm working with a company called the Conversationalists. um and i love that they're really trying to fight cancel culture so they're trying to get people from all sides of the aisle to come and just have a conversation so it's exciting um it's definitely different but i love precker you and all of my lovely conservative friends so it's exciting
0: can you tell them more about what you do specifically at The Conversationalist? Yeah,
1: so I, I coordinate their social media accounts. So it's been really cool. I got to go on set and just take all the behind-scenes photos. So like if you look at their in yeah. Post them, yeah, when you see like those behind the scenes, I help out with those. So yeah, so it's been, it's been cool. We had Amala come on. I won't say too much about it, but we had Amala come and that was very exciting for her just to share her story and you know a different point
0: of view. So I'm so excited. And do you know when those POVs are gonna come out? Or can you say? So they'll be out this year. I don't know how much else I can say. <laughs> they'll be out this year. So That's awesome. Um I only joined the conversationalist because of you, and now I'm just like I'm dropping a bunch of stuff on the app and are just like talking to people a lot. And it's been it's been helpful for me because I used to not I wasn't like completely liberal, not like AML level. Um, but I was like, I would hide there as an actor as survival, right, in LA. So like, for me, it's like, okay, I can be my liberal side and my conservative side at once in this area. And it was really nice. So I really love cons- conversationalist for that. Yes,
1: I love that. Cause it's like a lot of us, I feel like tend to be, I mean, we're all individual people. We're not monolithic, even conservatives or liberals, you know, so I feel like a lot of us share a lot of common ground. You know, there's a lot of similarities. Sometimes when I'm with really conservative people, I feel like I'm not conservative, even though I am. When I'm I'm like around liberal people, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not liberal. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's weird. Like it just switches, you know, I feel like I'm, it's interesting, but I feel like that happens with anything and it's a good thing. And it's good that we're all thinking for ourselves and challenging beliefs and not just going with whatever either side says you know
0: exactly and like talking to people with different perspectives has really helped me personally you know understand people and also be a better artist human and actor so yeah, yeah. i love it
1: That's
0: awesome <laughs> um so usually we touch on current events but like the last the first episode the other guy was super passionate about it reggie um and he was a lot more researched about it, but I guess we just have some updates on the trucker events. Apparently they're coming to America. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm super pumped, but I don't know if it's really going to happen. What do you think?
1: I think it is. Um, I've been talking to a few people. I can't say who, but they, (laughs) but they'll like send me stuff about it. So it definitely is happening. Um, I just don't know how many people are going to show up, but It's exciting to see because, you know, looking at Canada, I had a friend who actually lives in Canada and he was at the protest and it was on, it was encouraging, but it was also discouraging because I was like, man, America's supposed to be the land of the free. We're supposed to be, you know, the leader of the free world, but yet Americans oftentimes just are rolling over and letting the government do whatever they want. So it'll be exciting to see Americans take a stand and, you know, I, I, hope, I don't know, I would love to be there and just to see everyone, but I just hope a lot of people go. I hope a lot of trackers go because it's the, the working class that's impacted by all of this madness, you know, exactly. Yeah. it's like, if one side claims to care about that, then they should be doing things that help the working class, you know, not the elites. And that's, I wish that that's what the left would see. A lot of the socialists and communists, you know, Gen Zers is that when you, you know, when you're supporting these people, they're so anti-working class They're, And that's what it's about. I mean, I've talked to so many people in my classes about it and they're like, oh, you must be socialist. I'm like, no, I'm not like I, I like the working class. I'm not trying to hurt them, but
0: it's exciting. It is exciting. I've heard like a rumor that there's like 19,000 California truckers alone. Who are going to do it? And then like maybe 500 in Colorado. And like I feel like Colorado should be doing it because uh that one was it a one trial where that guy like got life for prison? No, full life in prison just for an accident when he accidentally killed some people.
1: Oh yes, yes, I know exactly you're talking about. Yeah, that that got me so mad. Yeah,
0: like because that's that wasn't his fault and he had no control over the brakes thing. And you know like who would want to be a trucker in Colorado after that? So. Mm -hmm. we'll see let's hope Colorado shows up for us you know
1: (laughs) Colorado's been interesting so it would definitely be some it would be cool to see people from Colorado and California especially oh yeah yeah. (laughs)
0: that'd be really really cool I will be rooting for the Californians
1: yes I think California's coming around I feel like I keep meeting more people who are just and they may not be conservative but they're definitely anti-woke and anti you know authoritarianism uh, so that is encouraging. Even someone today I met, they were just like, no, I'm not down with the mandates and all this stuff. So that was nice. It's encouraging. I feel like I'm meeting a
0: lot more people now. So me too. I've like met more Californians when I left than I did when I was there. <laughs> that are like yeah. I just
1: hope that they don't turn the States
0: blue. I hope they don't turn Texas blue.
1: That's what I'm afraid of.
0: Same or Florida. Um, I don't think Florida will go blue though. I think We've had actually more people move here and register as republican than we've ever had. So That's awesome. That's good. Keep we the made- free Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the we've been getting like so many good cops from NYPD come down just cuz of DeSantis's like bonuses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Miami's getting bluer, which is nice. And it used to be like a crazy state, but Miami's getting better. So, yeah. That's good. That's super yeah. good. I'm worried about Tennessee but we got enough good people moving there
1: yeah I'm just all the conservatives need to just I mean I would love for the blue states to be safe but I feel like people just need to move to red states and make them even more red to secure the freedoms of those red. I mean if blue states if they want to stay socialist that's fine but let these red states stay free you know
0: exactly Yeah, (laughs) yeah I've heard they're trying to destroy Utah and Montana as well which is like no not montana <laughs> not montana not the like where nobody lives
1: <laughs> oh my gosh it's beautiful there i would love to settle down in montana so just
0: in at a cabin in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of guns oh yeah That's same <laughs> it'd be freezing but yes <laughs> yes as long as i have my guns and horses and i'm good same. well um let me see did i have any okay Um, I'm going to bring up the questions real fast because I forgot to bring them up. Hold on. (laughs) Give me a second. Totally good.
1: No, I always see pictures of Montana and it just looks like an absolute dream. Like it, when I imagine the States before all of, you know, I mean, even before before all of the craziness and all of the cities, I picture Montana and that's, it sounds like heaven. (laughs) It's freezing cold though. <laughs> really? Oh, I, I'm such a Californian when it comes to that like 75 degrees. I'm like, this is cold. I need three
0: sweaters. <laughs> Same. So, that would probably be a struggle. If it goes below 80, then Miami people just bring out their puffer jackets. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love that. Oh my gosh. I was making fun of them earlier this well, last year. And then I, it started getting below 70 and I just, I had my puffer jacket. So I'm no <laughs> different. <laughs>
1: it's just the heat we're so used to the heat but then once it goes to like 120 I'm like okay this is I'm dying like once it passes 150 or 110 I'm like I'm done but it
0: isn't the heat that gets you it's the humidity
1: yeah oh yeah that that's way worse over there than here
0: oh yeah especially in Miami it was oh man it was it was traumatic but anyway um so We're gonna start with some of the questions. Uh, So have you ever had like a film or a piece of art that inspired you as a kid to become the person you are today?
1: Yes, Um, actually the movie Remember the Titans played a really big role in my life. Um, My parents showed it to me as a kid, made all my siblings and I watch it. And um, they used a lot of movies like that, movies like radio and uh, different civil rights movies to really teach us about the past. And it was a conversation starter because then I heard stories about my grandma and like my family. And so it was really neat um, as a kid because those are such heavy topics. And to learn about them in a way where you learn about the ugly parts of history and the bad things that happen, but you also see people overcome. And the thing that I loved about Remember the Titans is it was people from every creed, you know, every race and i loved that um and they became a family they became a team and my family's from texas and so we have family that's from virginia originally and um they love football so it was just a win-win so love that movie think every american should watch it
0: that's like the best answer i've got everybody else just goes oh anime (laughs) i'm like cool (laughs) um can you elaborate i'm kidding I, i love them i love them
1: that was awesome my parents are history nerds, more so my dad. My dad's a big history nerd, so.
0: I feel like as a dad, like you, in order to be qualified as a dad, you have to be a history nerd, or is that, <laughs> you like. Do. You really do, because dads have to, like, you just look to your
1: dad or the father figure or male figure in your life for, like, the answers. They're supposed to be, like, the
0: Gandalf of your family. They're not always that, but if that's what they're supposed to be. <laughs> exactly, so that they can give the best wisdom. Mm -hmm. they know history so that ties into the next question um so how do you think we can make more films or art to like that to inspire future generations I think
1: a lot I can't even speak I don't know what word that was (laughs) um oh man but I think a big thing is making films um truthful films because right now we have a lot of films that young people think are telling the story of the civil rights i've always been fascinated with the civil rights movement um, but you have movies even about slavery you have movies like the 13th or movies that they i mean one thing i was taught was if something's not 100 true even if it's 70 percent true it's not truth because it needs to be all truth and so you have movies like the 13th movies that are really pushing more so propaganda and that they're feeding into a lot of the stuff kind of in the sphere of CRT. It's not the same, but it's along those lines of like wokeness. Um, and so I really think we should make movies like Remember the Titans, you know, movies that we shouldn't romanticize history and act like racism was not terrible, like it doesn't still exist. I think that's an issue we've had as Americans. We don't teach about the Trail of Tears. We don't teach about the Japanese internment camps. And so we've had this backlash of people who wanna teach this radicalization of history and it's like neither are good. So I, I really hope that we make films that show the ugliness, let's show the internment camps, let's show segregation racism, but let's also show how we overcame it, show how the Asian population is so successful now, show how you know so many people have just thri- like thrived in our American society. So um, I would definitely love to see films like that.
0: Me too, I agree. Um cuz like now I think the reason for that is cuz you know Hollywood's made this diversity checklist, this woke checklist in order to get considered as you saw like with the Oscars and even the BAFTAs, if you don't have a certain diversity quota, you can't uh be considered for Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. so like BAFTAs, I think which is the British like Oscars or something like that. Uh, yeah, you can't be, your, your film or TV show can't be considered unless you have a certain amount of diversity in the casting and that's the crew. Crazy.
1: You know, just a side note. I think that's so crazy because we saw squid games. Like I love squid games. It was so good. Um, but most of the cast was Korean. So yeah. it's, why is that not going to get a diversity checkbox? Since there wasn't any white people. There was <laughs> one Indian dude. Like, yeah. Just, Makes sense. It's like literally just anti-white. That's what I'm noticing. Like, it's fine if you have an all-black film like Black Panther. It's Mm -hmm. fine if you have like Selena, which is all Latino predominantly, or like you know, Parasite. Yeah, exactly. But then you can't have a cast that's all like white or mainly white. I mean, about seventy. I think it's about seventy percent of the population in America is white, like Mm -hmm. roughly like that makes sense that there's more white people there's just more europeans i don't know just it's weird
0: i would like find more europeans and white people competing Uh as an actor in la than i did anybody else which was kind of sad because we were all just like broke because we weren't getting hired oh yeah but we were background you know they'll put us in the background that's cool. I think that's fine. I haven't done anything like I've only been in like a background in a music video. That's all I that's all I've done. So. It's cool until it's like really insane because we did a I did a Ryan Murphy show. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. Well, I don't think I'll get sued. Um, No, I won't get sued. I've told this story before. Uh, so like basically SAG called on Ryan Murphy because he just wouldn't give us breaks. Mm. Um, So like if I were SAG, I would have made about $800 that day, but I only made like $300. <laughs> but like because of all the meal penalties that he had and like he was doing other some sketchy weird stuff but yeah it's fun most of the time but sometimes it's like woo it's intense I don't know I have friends who are in that
1: world I grew up as like a dancer um I have friends who are like dancers and performers and it's intense mad respect it's intense
0: oh yeah (laughs) that's why I became a filmmaker because I want to just I love acting but I don't want to like I don't want to stay in that world for too long. Make films. Make good films. We need good films. Yes, good films. <laughs> um, so, wait, wait, what's this? Uh, oh, in your opinion, what is lacking in the conservative movement that the left has a lot, either regarding art or in, just in general? Mm. That's so hard.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's really hard. Uh, there's a lot of things. But, um, man, I think there's a lot of things, but one of the things that comes to mind is I feel like it depends. Obviously this is a generalization, but um, the arts, you know, like, I mean, obviously it's just, I think being from LA and like, you know, the arts is fun, even just comedic, you know, or just TikToks or little things, YouTube, like stuff like that. It's dominated by the left and we don't, I mean, all of these influencers or content creators, a lot of them, they don't talk about politics, but when it comes to a social justice movement, they post about which kind of influences Gen Z a lot. And it would be nice just to have people who you don't even have to talk about politics, just make good content and happen to not be woke. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that'd be great. And I I wish also like conservatives would be a little bit more, it would be a little bit more intentional with the communities that they reach out to. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, if it's for an internship, and you want minorities, or if it's anyone, you know, from a low income background, um, if it's a conservative internship, pay them well, help them find housing. Because if you want diversity of thought, you know, not just race, but every background you have to make it affordable to people you know so i think those two things if that makes sense i hope that made sense
0: so yeah i think so like just being more intentional with it yeah in yeah in the art world i feel like they need to just not discredit certain stories just because they either don't represent them or um, are a little bit edgier and like as we see with daily wires coming out with I think it's called shut in next week. It shut yeah. In? Yeah. I, shut in.
1: I saw the trailer. So yeah,
0: it's like a horror movie. Like that's like a normal Hollywood film, right? Yeah. Not like something a conservative would make. So like, I feel like they need to like, and, and I love the Christian films. I think they're great. Like redeeming love was really well made and it was recent, but like we can do that. And like the power of yes. And from like improv and stuff, we can do that and, like, non-woke stories and focus on that, I feel like, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely hard. I didn't see Redeeming Love uh, for a few different reasons, but, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm more in the anti-redeeming love. Yeah. I, I get their intention, but, um,
0: yeah,
1: it's yeah. Just so hard,
0: you know, but I'm excited about that Daily Wire movie. Me too. Yeah, yeah Redeeming Love, Ugh. yeah, I have mixed feelings, too. I, I went in there blindly because everybody was like, go see it. I'm like,
1: okay.
0: Um, <laughs> so I remember like, when the book came out, have you read the book? No.
1: <laughs> I, re- I haven't read the book, but I remember when it came out in two, I don't know, it was really popular in like 2015, 14. Um, and so I remembered it from then. And then like, I saw a few people, um, my pastor had posted why Christians shouldn't see it. It's just like different stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that was it. I'm just, I'm good. <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard because you want to support different things, but it's like, oh, it's hard.
0: I mean I think I know why Universal picked it up yeah (laughs) because it's a little bit raunchy (laughs) yeah
1: see it's like let's just have good Christian films like they don't have to be raunchy to be good you know exactly hopefully one day
0: yeah hopefully (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so what is your favorite film of all time and why like three came to mind when you said
1: that
0: you can say um, three. If you want. Okay. That's like so
1: I'm like, man, I love films, um, but I love music. So I took the I took a film music class for an elective in college. Um, but I went to a school that was like really big on music. So that was a really fun class. And I didn't appreciate music in the film until I took that class because you just see film a different way. It's like, wow, someone literally wrote this song for this scene, um, which is so dope. But Um, I love it. I think one, I really love Hot Take, but I really love the movie um, La La Land. I know it's like a ripoff of um, Singing in the Rain, but I love (laughs) love it too. The music is so good. It is just so beautiful. Um, I think they did an excellent job of showing Los Angeles And you know the observatory is one of my favorite places, and they did that so well. You know Santa Monica and all the beaches, and I just I think he was done so incredibly well. But I love that movie. I love the movie Up again for the the music. The composer wrote Coco too, so I love him so good. So talented. But yeah.
0: So Coco, Up,
1: and La La Land. Yes, and of course remember the Titans. Remember Titans like is number one.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. See, La La Land, I love, too, because, like, it came right before I moved. And I, like, went to all the places, (laughs) like Hermosa Beach, and I went to, like, I called Hermosa Beach was a La La Land Beach because that's where he sang the, you know, City Mm -hmm. of Stars. And then I tried to go to, like, all the places when I lived there. And also, it's, like, a masterclass in, like, lighting techniques with, like, color schemes and how they affect, you know, the mood and stuff. Like, oh, I'm obsessed with color schemes. I may not know, like, the technical terms to describe them, but, like, I'm obsessed.
1: It looks so cool. I don't know any of the technical, like, I'm, I'm foreign to the, your world, to the art, to the film world,
0: um, but it looks beautiful. When right? I'm, it looks beautiful. So beautiful. And up Up is just, it's wholesome. I cry every time. And the song, I know exactly what you're referencing. The Married Life song. Married Life song. Like, I'll just listen to that like if I ever just want to cry for no reason yes yes there's,
1: I have a few of mashups on my phone and sometimes I'm just like I just want to lay here and listen to this
0: it's great <laughs> and so just listen to it
1: yeah I look at the stars you know and just listen to
0: it brilliant um what is your favorite tv show and why this, this has no like
1: deep philosophical answer to it <laughs>
0: but I love the show Chuck um
1: absolutely love 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 it has the same sense of humor not same similar sense of humor to parks and rec or the office but i mm-hmm. think it's a thousand times better hot take um <laughs> it's so good it is so good i highly recommend i don't know where people can find it though it's not on tv anymore maybe
0: hulu has it i'll have to find uh, it because i've always wanted to watch that i well I, like grew up and like people would talk about it but yeah and i okay. love zachary levi so much so he's definitely. cute He's so cute. Yeah. He is cute. It's great. I love it. I think he's a conversationalist too. I had like caught him on a live on Instagram one time. He was just yelling about like how everything's divided and like how we need to stop. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I love him even more now. I love him. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, and then speaking of Remember the Titans, there's another movie that he's in. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's it's out in theaters. It's called American Underdog. I haven't heard of it um it's super inspirational I haven't seen it my dad saw it I saw the trailer and I cried because it looked so good Oh, <laughs> uh, it was like so inspirational I forgot it's like Kurt whatever his last name is um I forgot his last name for some reason but he's a football player who like kept on failing and never made it until like after years and years and years and years I mean like that's everybody but you you'll have to see it or see the trailer but it's good from what I hear yeah.
1: That's similar the-
0: inspirational type football movie. Love that. I need to, I need to check it out. Me too. Cuz I if I cried through the trailer, I should obviously go see. It. Um are you into Shakespeare at all?
1: Um I do love. Okay, I had to read Shakespeare in high school. Um and I loved it. I definitely could listen to an audiobook. I don't know if I could read it like by myself because it is pretty intense but I do love it I don't know too much about Shakespeare though I've just read like Othello and the very basic stories
0: so see I get so nerdy about Shakespeare like I had a high school phase where I was just obsessed and I was obsessed because I went to like the Utah Shakespeare Festival uh camp Mm -hmm. and so like I became this nerd and everybody made fun of me for it now I'm like it's useful now (laughs) I
1: mean I feel like if you can read Shakespeare and analyze Shakespeare you're just a genius because he's so intense
0: it's actually simpler than you think it's like you just have to find out the iambic pentameter thing and then it's just like reading poetry Mm. annoying poetry but poetry (laughs) that's so cool see like I, I that
1: same unit I read a lot of existentialist people after that and that's my jam so i was like zoned out during shakespeare which i shouldn't have because shakespeare is great but
0: yeah <laughs> he's got some existential stuff in his sonnets but mm. i'd have to go back through him but there's 116 <laughs> or more um. i think oh 116 yeah there is probably more because that, that's the one i did for a uh, high school project anyway yeah my favorite is like measure for measure which is about like hypocrisy and uh heck what is it and hypocrisy and like elitism and i'm like why is no one putting this on and i'm like oh because it'll expose like pretty much everybody in power right now that is
1: that's phenomenal you should like do a post about it or make like a real or video just talking about that
0: oh my gosh i should you should because it's literally like it's about this one guy that just takes power and he like makes a law that anybody who can impregnate This woman, I mean their their girlfriend or whatever, should be put to death. Yet he did impregnate somebody before before he went to power. And then he falls in love with this nun who's fighting for her brother's life. Um, and then he he like is like, Oh, if you have sex with me, then I'll let your brother go. And it's like, you know, all about hypocrisy. Nobody dies. It's a comedy because nobody dies. Every tragedy of Shakespeare is where people die, but to me it felt like a tragedy because he, spoiler alert, does rape her um but at the end it's like forgiveness and I'm just like what (laughs) Shakespeare's interesting he's so interesting he is but yeah it's just like I'm like if people keep using Julius Caesar against us with like the whole Trump propaganda thing why not use measure for measure I feel like that's way more smart (laughs) but don't make it propaganda ish it just it speaks for itself you know
1: yeah I it's like all of the books a lot of dystopian or old poetry or just it's like literally happening I had to read um I always say his name wrong and it's so embarrassing but um Nietzsche I always like I feel like you say his name wrong but um the philosopher I don't think I can say it any better (laughs) it's It's German (laughs) so but um I loved I mean he would be laughing at us right now. He would be laughing at all of the craziness going on um, and the hypocrisy of more so the woke. I think that's the biggest thing is the hypocrisy.
0: I feel like Alexander Hamilton, if you saw Hamilton now and like what is going on with our country right now, he'd be like devastated. And he'd be like, Lynn manuel Miranda, why aren't you standing up for us? If you believe yeah. in me so much. <laughs> I know, ironically. And like, he's so woke too, which is
1: sad but it is sad
0: because his his art's really good
1: yeah and it, didn't he write um we don't talk about bruno and encanto oh my yeah, gosh he
0: did most so of it. i think he did the music for it all Man. of it most genius. of it genius he, he is a genius so it's amazing. sad i've like ranted about him being like a sellout but you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so, so sad Nice to yeah um do you like any musicals at all? And do you have a favorite? Um, I do. Uh Phantom
1: of the Opera, super cliche, but I mean, I've seen it like three times, but um, I saw it. There's like the different versions of it. So I've seen all of them. Um, as like as a tween. Um, I was super obsessed. But you I was so good. And the music's just so beautiful. Uh I got to see it at the Pantages Theater in the second, second row, fourth row got tickets on ebay um that was a dream the chandelier fell like right over our heads so it was really cool
0: that's so exciting yeah phantom's really good i love it yeah. um yeah that's a good choice and then what is your least favorite film tv show etc that got woke and it just crushed your soul completely that you had high hopes for man
1: which ones have not gone
0: woke? um <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I really loved, um, the Netflix show on my block. Mm -hmm. I really, really liked it. And then I felt they didn't go too woke. Um, but like the most recent season, they started talking about like BLM and like social justice jokingly, but like using it as the reason for one of the characters to run for president of their school. So I was just kind of like, "Mm, this was so good and so wholesome. And like, there it's filmed in the area near where my dad grew up so it was very much so like I loved it It reminded me of my childhood but then that comment I was like come on guys but destroyed it for you (laughs) yeah I mean I still watched it but I'm like "Mm."
0: it wasn't too bad it was just like the
1: comments like that doesn't even need to be thrown in there you know
0: yeah it's like that meme it's like once they start adding the COVID um what's it called messaging or something it's like I, i'm gonna head out
1: <laughs> yeah yes oh my god there was another show that i saw that recently did that i forgot whenever they start to mention this is okay i know the purge is not that good but i love it for some reason um and the most recent film was so woke about like immigration and racism and oh, they no. even said like white national, like it was very much so woke but it's fun to watch with friends and just pick it apart
0: Um, but that was another one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Mine was, like, Doctor Who. That was, like, my favorite Did they go woke? Oh, I didn't know that. They, like, once, like, 20, was it 2017? 2017, they had, like, I loved the character, but, like, her personality was only being gay and black, and I Mm -hmm. didn't see anything else. I was, like, can she have more of a personality? Like, we had all these other characters, like, Martha, and she was, like, she was this awesome black woman and she her personality wasn't that she was black and a woman no 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 she was a doctor she like you know she became a soldier like she was just so cool I loved her and then all the characters now are just their personality is their skin color or their you know I'm just or their disability and I'm like can we like let them have a character first and then let that be a secondary thing you know like normal people (laughs) yeah I don't get it you know it's like
1: the I love what um one of my friends Amir says he's just like being gay is the least interesting thing about me you know like yeah it's exactly not, I love that like you know it's not even if you accomplish something and you happen to be like brown or black or whatever it's like you're not a you're not a for example like a brown intellectual you're an intellectual who
0: happens to be brown like it's not exactly and you're just you happen to be a woman or you happen to be gay or you happen to be whatever it's like we're all human beings
1: yeah for real there's so much more to us than our these little shallow things
0: yeah or even like our looks too it's just like getting focused yeah Mm -hmm. i could go on about the doctor who stuff forever but (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's like and then they put the little woke messaging in. oh I didn't tell you this oh they they tried to do like a climate change episode mm-hmm. where like the humans turned into these like weird gargoyles because we didn't do something about climate change and I'm like huh. okay what <laughs> Yeah. because and what was weird about that is like originally they used to have like future episodes where like you know like the earth was super cool and everybody had spaceships like star Trekky, and like it was the future and it was super positive and like it wasn't that long ago maybe like 10 years ago when they did that and now they're like nope humans don't don't exist now they're gargoyles because climate change. okay <laughs> what so weird it was so-, so weird so you don't have to do this one but if you want to you can it's uh can you give me a one minute film pitch that we could put up on the website and crowdfund that you think conser- or ser- conservatives should make or we should make to help like make the world better? I think it would be
1: cool to have a film about, I mean, I'm saying this because I'm brown, even though we just talked about identity politics, but um, <laughs> I think it would be cool to have a film about like Cesar Chavez because he was anti-legal immigration um and that's not any a lot of people don't know that um most latinos don't know that because he was like the biggest civil rights activist for latinos so i think it'd be really cool to tell his story to talk about how why he was against illegal immigration um and so yeah i think
0: that'd be a cool
1: movie
0: that would be a cool movie all right i think that's all the questions i have for you today awesome Um, do you want to talk about anything else or are you good um I think I'm good. I'm going to be starting up
1: my podcast again soon. I took a little break from it. Um, so it's called Out of Context, if anyone wants to check it out. But I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Thank you for coming. I'm, I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> it's so cool. I, I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thanks, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and um, review it. Give it a five-star review and find us on YouTube and on Instagram. And yeah, we'll see y'all next week. I think, yes, next week. Thank you so much. Bye.